0: Hi, I am at Get Zen here with our favorite alumni (laughs) ladies. We have Emma Gonzalez, who just graduated, look, day day before yesterday. Yeah, and then, um, I love this. And then check it, look at us, Jordan. Hi. Jordan, who (laughs) last year, was totally my private client. So it's kind of like you guys traded places. Emma became, or Jordan became Emma. And Emma, you know, you met Kat, your new friend who's getting started. And so the idea here, friends, is that we're doing a podcast. And these two homies are checking in with each other about the journey going from graduating your program to turning pro and all the wacky and exciting and interesting and unexpected and thrilling parts of. That are involved in such a thing. And so these cats are gonna have a little 30-minute chat. Emma's got some questions for Jordan. Jordan's got more wisdom and imagination than anybody should have in only a year of teaching. So you guys enjoy this little time together and friends, I appreciate you guys tuning in. Alright, what say you? Right on. Alright. Well, my first
1: question for you is. What led you to want to be a yoga teacher? Okay, so what led me to want to become a yoga teacher? Mm-hmm. I was working as a makeup artist, and that was my dream job. I really? I loved to interact with women and teach women a skill. Or it's instant gratification. Women love looking beautiful, mm-hmm. feeling beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, I just I had a I had a trauma in my life. My little brother actually had a seizure, and. Oh. And it changed my whole entire perspective on life. Wow. Yeah. I yeah. was I was thankful for the air I was breathing. Mm-hmm. And I was thankful for, you know, walking. And I, I had felt in that position I was in, I was craving serving others. And the people I was serving were not craving the same thing I was mm-hmm. get, wanting to give them. I wanted mm-hmm. to give them inner peace and love. And mm-hmm. they really wanted a lipstick. And that's okay. Mm-hmm. That's okay. And right. so... I knew that I wanted to give back in a positive way. So I started looking up jobs that give back. And I was like, I can't be a counselor. I didn't go to college. And so it just took some time until I finally thought, why couldn't I, you know, teach? I practice yoga. Mm-hmm. Why couldn't I teach yoga? And so it just took, it took a lot of courage to find a teacher, you know, yeah. and, and go oh, out sure. and, and look it up and, you know. Were you practicing yoga before your brother had the seizure? seizure? I was, yeah. Oh. Yeah. Was. Okay, so it must have been like, was it one of the things you ran to, like for healing? Yes, it, it's extremely because mm-hmm. you know when when trauma and tragedy happens, your life stops and everything else keeps going, mm-hmm. but when everything else keeps going, you feel like you're now in the chaos of everything mm-hmm. going while you're still stepping behind. Mm-hmm. So when you go, when you find yoga and you create your own stillness and you create your own space, healing happens. Mm-hmm. And it just, the patience and the practice of it is truly like what captivates you. You know, wow. all the deeper limbs of it. It's not uh-huh. just the physical practice yeah. any, anymore for yeah. me at least. So. Totally, yeah, I can totally relate. Mm-hmm. I think I started for the physical mm-hmm. side and then it just opens a door yeah. and you realize it's there to serve you in all these ways that you didn't even know you needed. Yes. And all of a sudden you're like, wow, I need this. And it just changes everything. No, yeah. I, I get it's, that. It's incredible. Yeah. Well, thank you for sharing okay. that. So of course. <laughs> uh, let's see. So now that you are a teacher, mm-hmm. what are some of the things that you love the most about it? Oh, gosh. I, I love I love Savasana at the end because mm-hmm. you kind of are looking over all of your students and you're just like, everyone worked so hard today and I'm so proud of everyone. Yeah. It's like this like mama bird looking mm. down on everyone. I'm sure, yeah. um, I love that. And I love when a student comes out and says, that was the first time I ever got that pose. <gasps> yes. Oh, that must feel great. And I tell them it, that feels like I just got the pose for the first time. So I love that. You know, just listening to feedback is one Mm -hmm. positive and negative is another really good part. I love listening to, you know, "Um, the lights were a little bright. Oh, thank you for Mm -hmm. letting me know. Just the little things like that. But but if you never get feedback, if you're not open to the feedback, you'll never learn. Mm -hmm. That's what I've learned in Mm -hmm. life. You just... I have to be open for that. yeah <laughs> <You> know? <laughs> I know know that's another thing I was wondering when you first started getting feedback was it hard at all? So my first feedback that really I took to heart uh-huh. um, and I have kind of it came full circle not too long ago mm-hmm. but I, I had a student in my class tell me that my class was like Groundhogs Day. It was the same class, was yeah. Like the same Groundhog's Day. The oh, movie. Oh, Is I'm no <laughs> Oh, see, I just recently <laughs> saw it too, but because <laughs> I didn't know what even he meant. So in Groundhog's yeah. Day, the movie, the day he has Groundhog's Day over and over, it's the same day every oh. day. So he told mm. me that my class was like Groundhog's Day, and it really it ate me up inside. Yeah. And then I was like, but. I don't need to worry about what he thinks. Mm -hmm. I don't need to worry that he doesn't like doing the same thing over and over because Mm -hmm. if he's not doing the same thing over and over, how is he going to learn Mm -hmm. the next pose or the add on, you know, even though you're learning one pose inside of this pose, there's so many things you can do. So when you find, you know, that mentality, that mind state, Mm -hmm. then practice becomes easier. And so just having the feedback from him telling me that it, It made me like I I created a new playlist I created a new class and I pushed myself to do something to just burn something out and I was like this isn't I'm not putting out perfection because I I feel like I want I only want to give out my best Uh and so after a while I was like I'm gonna go back to doing me Mm -hmm. I don't know why I was so wrapped up in that yeah but it's that feedback aspect of you know how how do you take the feedback how are you going to use it or how mm-hmm. is it going to, you know, are you going to abuse it? Are you going right. to listen to it over and over? And are you just going to say, thank you, and walk away? Because mm. that's all you can do. Right. Well, props to you for, like, not just being like, oh, you're wrong, but you actually listen and you were like, okay, oh, I'm going to think it through. Mm-hmm. And then you realize, okay, no, that's not me. Yeah. You know? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that definitely takes courage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think, too, that probably says so much, too, about um, what a lot of students come in with, thinking that, Um, I don't know just basically like yoga it's so it can be so exciting and entertaining almost in the beginning Mm -hmm. and then you get past all of that and you're kind of just in your mind stuck with yourself right? and not not a lot of people are comfortable with themselves and you know that's why you find the yoga that's why you you know it, yoga works whether you like it or not. Mm-hmm. Your mind will quiet, your body will change, and you have to be willing and open mm-hmm. to to transform with it. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, mm-hmm. you're gonna get stuck you know, yeah. somewhere, you're gonna get blocked somewhere in your life. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah. Cool, That's really cool to hear. Good question. <laughs> oh. um, let's see. Okay, so going back to like when you first transitioned from being a student to being mm. a teacher, like, I mean, that's what I'm going through right now. to do that. Yeah, yeah. and I haven't yeah. even started teaching, but just that process of every week doing the same thing and having a schedule, and now it just stops, and it's like, okay, go. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Now, well, yeah. And it, the ball is in your court now, right? Because uh-huh. you're like, okay, where do I want to teach? Who do I want to teach to? Yeah. Because you know, there's gyms, there's yoga studios, there's retirement homes, there's yoga everywhere. So for me, transitioning from being a student, I was at a studio of my home studio, and I knew I wanted to teach there. And I had a lot of gym intimidation I was afraid to walk into a gym Mm -hmm. because I'm like I don't (laughs) don't know what to do here look at these people they're dropping weights on the ground they're like like I'm not about that I just want to come in here and jog and leave Uh (laughs) and so (laughs) run to the treadmill (laughs) yeah exactly and then I'm out so for me it was like a healthy challenge I was like I'm gonna I'm gonna work at a gym because I, you know, I was not a power, I wasn't a power instructor either, because mm-hmm. I really like the stillness of Hatha. But that coming out of my comfort zone of, it's not about me anymore. It's not about my practice. It's about what are these people needing from me, mm-hmm. you know? And I truly feel like when I, when I was practicing for myself, you are feeling the teacher's energy, you know, you're, you're like, he's like, Oh, and you're calm down mm-hmm. with them or mm-hmm. the breath work or anything mm-hmm. like that um, but when you're transitioning to start teaching you are holding the space for everyone mm-hmm. and you're no longer worried about your practice mm-hmm. so everything that you thought you knew about the pose is different because you, the person you're looking at is not you mm-hmm. when you're teaching so now it's really like okay maybe we're going to modify it this way. Like, even though I can touch my toes in a forward fold, not everyone can touch their toes in a forward fold. Mm-hmm. So let's soften our knees. Just little things like that. And knowing that that is enough. You mm-hmm. don't need to do anything more with your teaching. Mm-hmm. Um, because the teaching and the and the taking, you know, teaching yoga and taking yoga are the two totally different things. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and, uh, one of the transitions that, from teaching to, or from taking to teaching for me is I found it was really hard for me to find time for myself. Mm, sure. Yeah. Cause you with that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And so it's just, you have to find your, you know, your free time and you carve it out. And even if you don't feel like going, mm-hmm. you go, you go, you go because like, what happened when you? So you haven't even started teaching yet. Mm-hmm. So what happens when you stop doing yoga? You feel it. You feel it mentally. Right. Uh-huh. You feel it physically. So now you're teaching yoga. You're giving the power of yoga that you want to receive to others. And then you stop doing it yourself. You just start pouring out energy, and mm-hmm. you'll never get your energy back unless you fill up your cup with mm-hmm. a yoga class, a bowl of ice cream, yeah. or whatever. whatever it is yeah. that you need to transition uh-huh. into both. And but that's what Danielle says too. Like you want to be more like a faucet where yes. you're letting the yoga do its thing and you're not having to worry about, you know, it being from you. Mm-hmm. And and that way you don't have to worry about it because it's it's already there. It's it's working. Like yeah. it is what it is. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. It, it's working as yeah. a thing. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. It's going to work whether you're nervous or not. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. it'll do its job. Yeah. yeah. No, I get that. So. Yeah, that's awesome. Huh. Yeah. I hope um, I explained that well. We yeah, found a yeah, tangent, but <laughs> oh, yeah, and I think too. Oh, I was wondering um, when you were kind of like cultivating that awareness of what it's like to be one of your students. Mm-hmm. Did that just come instantly, or was it a few classes in where you were like, okay, these are what I'm the things that I'm seeing from students. Yeah. So another thing is when you first start teaching, you're so focused on your cues. You're so focused mm-hmm. on instructing the class mm-hmm. that you find that you're not really looking around. Okay. And that that is just the brand new teacher status. Right, you start to say the right things. Yeah, exactly. And then over time, Danielle says this, she says, you know, practice makes permanence. Mm-hmm. Soon the words will come out of your mouth mm-hmm. and you'll be able to look around and you'll be able to add that cue in like, oh, lift your chin, you know, just little things like that. Um, but it took time. It took time and it's, you know, you have to be, you have to walk in there and feel comfortable because if you walk in there and you set the tone of like, I don't want to do any adjustments, I don't want to touch anybody, you know, then it just you it almost trickles down from there. You're mm. like, oh I'm not gonna It makes just, it about you and not them. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Yeah, that's a good way to put yeah. it. So you leave your comfort at the door.
0: Yeah, <laughs> and walk
1: in there and you're there to serve. You're there to be there for whatever they need you for. Right.
0: right uh-huh. Yeah. Awesome.
1: Um well, so what about, like, the audition process? What was that yes. like for you preparing? Because that's what I'm in right now. <laughs> yes. So I like that all of the different audition processes, I, I work at four different places okay. teaching yoga, and every audition was very different. Were they? Yes. Yeah. Very surprising. Uh-huh. Like, um, one of my auditions, she asked to see one sun salutation and one warrior two. And that was it? And that was it. She said, I will know just show me those things. Yeah, teach me those things. Oh, interesting. Yeah, and it was uh-huh. like a workshop versus like a class. It was, you know, she gave me feedback. She said, "All right, now use that feedback and teach it to me again." And I did. And I taught it to her again and she goes, "You you got this." And I was like, mm-hmm. "What?" And I asked her, I said, "What is it? What do I got?" Uh-huh. And she goes, "You are when you're instructing, you instructed from the feet up." You started, you know, warrior one, step your right foot in front of you, come deep into your lunge. Maybe tilt your hips forward to the front of the room. Lift your, you know, you start building blocks. And I never noticed, but I believe that's how Daniel taught us. So Mm -hmm. that is just, it's like the foundation is already laid on. So now it's like, what what do you want to carve into the cement? What do you want to add extra on? Because we're solid with what we know. Mm -hmm. Now it's just, what else do you want to add on? That's awesome. So I liked So I liked that um, yeah. aspect of the audition. Another audition, it was um, some, a teacher, it was here, oh. a teacher started the class. I taught the middle of the class, okay. and then she finished the class. And it was really cool. I've never done that before, and everyone's energy is very different. Mm-hmm. And so the teacher before me, I got a lot of energy. I do. And so the teacher before me, I felt... Like, I walked, like, I, she was like, Jordan's going to start teaching. And so I stood up and I was like, everyone, let's start with a cleansing breath. And I just, like, <laughs> took control of the awesome. room. Yeah. yeah. And so, and then at the end, I was like, okay, let's go back to, you know, this right. this class. Mm-hmm. And, and it was so fun because at the end, they're like, oh, my gosh, where have you been teaching or where have you been? You know, yeah. and I was like, whoa, That's I didn't so cool. know that you cared or, you know, uh-huh. just little things like that. Did you... Um, I was thinking it. Did you know that was what when it was gonna be like going into the interview? They told me the day before. Okay. I did not know when I was putting on the actual mock itself. She was just like, "Oh, you should come to um, our owner's class and okay. take your class." So you were just taking the class, and then all of a sudden she was like, "Yeah, okay, she let no, you." Teach. Yeah, she <laughs> let me know beforehand, but like she um, okay. she said that in the past they haven't let students know, mm-hmm. and they just you know got up and some some students were or some teachers going to be you know or students. Being teachers yeah. like no way not today and some people you know got up and honed it and for that me yeah for me I'm like I would if I'm in my yoga zone and someone pulls me out of the yoga zone mm-hmm. and says hey start teaching half this class I don't know what I would do and <laughs> honestly so I'm glad I was prepared I'm <laughs> yeah. glad they let me know mm-hmm. My teacher did that um, at Lakeview. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, and it God. was a little intimidating. Yeah. Um, but it was so, it was really fun, and I just felt like it was like jumping into cold water. Yes. And then you're in, and you're like, okay. Yeah. You know, that was scary. I feel like I can do a lot now. Yeah, right? <laughs> the first, yeah. it's just like getting the words out is the hardest part. Sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, you're like, okay. I can speak. <laughs> we can do this. Here we
0: go. <laughs> Oh, my gosh.
1: Um, were there any other auditions that um stood out? The other one, I did a half Hatha and half Power.
0: Okay, mock. okay.
1: And that was really fun to be able to um, distinguish through the different styles because I didn't say, like, this is Hatha, this is Power. I just kind of floated all awesome. together. And, mm-hmm. so, and that was the first time I'd ever, like, taught a fusion class because mm-hmm. I was fresh out of teacher training. Mm-hmm. So it was really nerve-wracking to, like, what section of power should I teach, you mm-hmm. know? And so, yeah, just different things like that. And right. Yeah. How's your personal practice going and stuff? My, so my personal practice is probably the best it's ever been other That's than great. the knee injury. Uh-huh. Um, just for the the different limbs of the yoga. So like my personal physical practice, obviously before the injury, I, you know, I finally got my Ekapada yasana. I've been working on that. That's I, awesome. you know, I got my chin stand and, wow. and I was just like overjoyed with, you know, that, that progress of the mm-hmm. arm balances and all the fun stuff. Um, and then the mental aspect now that I have actually hurt my knee, you know, working on the meditation
0: mm-hmm. and
1: working on, I do a lot of yoga nidra now because mm-hmm. you really want to check in with Every portion of yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel like now my spiritual yoga practice has deepened quite a bit mm-hmm. until, you know, the goal is to go 100% to heal and then go 110 after that. You know, Definitely. I want to get back to where I was yeah. and then I want to learn what else is out there. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's a great outlook to have. Yeah. And I guess kind of a cool gift that it's giving you. Yeah. Right. You have to, to focus. It, it's, it takes focus because mm-hmm. now you really have to make sure you're saying the right thing. Because mm-hmm. you're like, I can't show you how to do this. So how can I tell you how to do yeah. this? You know? Yeah. Wow. It's wow. a good, probably a good practice for everybody to but, do. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's see. Is there anything that you think is? pretty unique to your class that you like about the way that you teach your classes um what is unique about my class it's wonderful by the way I just took it and I loved it (laughs) people so people tell me that my voice Mm -hmm. they really people are like have you were you in theater well you know what is were you I kind of had that same thought no I I don't know it's just I feel like when I find I'm when I teach a class, the way I like to teach is I will create a playlist and I'll have a general idea of what songs I want in what poses. And then from there, it's like I catch the song mm-hmm. and then my, my mouth just starts going to the rhythm mm-hmm. of the song and then ev- and then everyone is also... There with me because I've now, our breath is with the beat, or our, you know, we're breathing together. Mm-hmm. And so I like that aspect of my class. One thing that I really I love teaching power now, and my favorite thing is just a good cleansing breath. Mm-hmm. You know, we're mm-hmm. in, we just press back from our flow and our downward facing dog, open up your mouth, AJ. And these people are sinking. You see them physically yeah. p- lower, release a little bit more of something they're holding on to. And for right. me, that's what I like. That's what I like <laughs> what it's knowing. About. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. And the
1: Savasana at the end, of course. Mm-hmm. You know, you just, I like to bring candles into the room. And I really, the quote of what namaste really means is, mm-hmm. you and I are one in the same. Our light shines bright together. So mm-hmm. I put a candle in front of everyone's mat. Oh, that's beautiful. My light is your light. Uh-huh. Yeah. So I like that. I do that too. Oh, that's yeah. great. And I like that word rhythm because I definitely felt that. and. Mm-hmm yeah it's like everyone's moving at the same rhythm with you and the music and as a class and it just creates this awesome energy Uh yes yeah collective energy especially everyone's you know and then and power it's so fun because everyone that's a fast pace so you feel you see the flow Mm -hmm. hatha is everyone's breathing together or everyone's Mm -hmm. you know in this maybe someone's going further maybe not but that's Mm -hmm. okay because we're here right yeah so cool I know, I love yoga. I <laughs> uh, talk about it all day literally. <laughs> um, so I guess going more to the business side of yoga. Mm-hmm. Is this your primary yes. source of income? Yes. Yeah? I am a full-time yoga teacher. Okay. Um, was that your goal when you started? It definitely was. I knew that I I knew I wanted to help as many people as possible. So I was like, okay, what how, like what is what is a normal yoga teacher's schedule? So I started going on MindBody on the app, and mm. I, you know, I found um, at different studios, I found my favorite teachers, and then I started counting how many classes they taught. Oh, okay. And then I was like, okay, well, this person teaches. Four classes at this studio, but they're a full-time teacher. I know they are. So they must be teaching other places. Mm-hmm. So I ended up starting to just ask more yoga teachers or just start looking around, um, at different, you know, like I found a lot of te- yoga teachers have websites mm-hmm. and so like average 13 to 12 classes is what a okay. lot is what a lot of the teachers are teaching for their full time. Got it. Uh-huh. Um, and you know, at each of my locations, the pay is different. And so it and some I like that some studios they teach or they pay you by the class. It's just the class. You will show mm-hmm. up thirty minutes early, you'll check your students in, and you'll teach class, and you'll get paid for that amount. Some is you get paid by the hour. So okay, so like the minute you walk in the door, yes, yeah, or of- you know when your when your class starts onward and then you cl- you know clock Got in and it clock out. Uh-huh.
0: Um,
1: and then another. Studio is you can I'm allowed to clock in 10 minutes early and 10 minutes late, and I'll get paid for both of those Oh, Okay, yeah. yes, so I like that Everyone is different and everyone is a variation of it. Uh-huh. So our every studio is yeah, a good variation of it. So uh-huh. oh. yeah. <laughs> Do you see this as like your future? Oh, and yes. and everything? That's yeah everything. Awesome. Yeah, well and when like teacher training Danielle shows you the door of yoga Uh and then she gives you your certificate and you put your hand on the handle of the door Mm -hmm. and then you open the door and she's not there anymore. She's still there with you, but this is your journey now. Mm -hmm. This is where, where do you want to go in yoga? Because yoga is so big. It's so, so big. You can, yeah, there's, you know, the physical aspect. There's different workshops that you can do there. You know, you can just... There's so much. Yeah. yeah. And so that's more than you fun. think probably. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. I just I um one of my fellow teachers was just in Rio, you know, doing an aerial yoga workshop. Oh, wow. like, I was like, I want I want to do retreats, mm-hmm. I wanna to go to them, I wanna teach them like sign me up. <laughs> yes, and so and for me, like that's an ultimate goal of like I've only been teaching for less than a year, so I feel yeah, confident. I feel confident that I could teach a retreat maybe but it's just like okay let's hone in on what exactly I want or you know what yoga I want to bring to others yeah so yeah oh, that's definitely. wonderful Oh, that's a good time yeah. so <laughs> I'm kind of curious the just like a fun question is there anything you think like a direction where yoga is headed just as a whole yeah like Anything that can be totally new and different in the Mm. future or or something that, like, you hope for? Well, so something that is really big in the future that is collective with yoga is mindfulness. Mm -hmm. So I feel that a lot of people are going to desire slowing down. They're Mm going to desire... Checking into their mind and quieting out everything else. Yeah. Um. And meditation is really hard. It's mm-hmm. hard to sit down and think about just nothing. Still. Yeah. Right. Don't do anything. Am I? Am I doing <laughs> okay, now this I'm Thinking right. about not doing it. Yes, exactly. But when you're in yoga and you have a teacher that is telling you, and you're just listening, and then thoughts will slow, and that mindfulness comes mm-hmm. by itself. And then so for me in my class, I really try to like highlight that or after class, I'm like, how was your practice? How was, you know, you're slowing down mm-hmm. or what did you need today? Mm-hmm. So for me, the mindfulness of yoga is where I think is going to take off. People are going to enjoy the, the stillness that mm-hmm. it creates. Um... But I don't know. know. I like. I want to know where it goes. Tell me, because I I want to be the first person on that train. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) yeah, you're playing a part for sure. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, and it's. I think too. It's just so beautiful how. You can take your mat anywhere and yes. just do yoga, and then you can take it off the mat too. Mm-hmm. And that's like what you're saying with mindfulness and stuff. Yeah, yeah. I call that yoga yeah. on mm-hmm. and off the mat. Mm-hmm. I practice my yoga on and off the mat. Yeah. You know, with my yamas, my niyamas. So yeah, yeah. awesome. So, yes. Cool. <laughs> well, Did I think you we covered for for everything. everything. Yep. Yeah.
0: guys For Emma
1: on audition tonight. Yeah. Yes. So, audition fake it till you make it okay (laughs) (laughs) well because no matter what you're like you're gonna be nervous yes because you care about it Mm -hmm. and so that's a good thing because if you weren't nervous it wouldn't matter to you that's Mm -hmm. what I always tell myself because I I get so worked up Mm -hmm. I get so anxious and I'm like what what is making me feel this why am I feeling this and how can I let it go So those are the three things I tell myself whenever I'm nervous. And so I'm like, okay, I am nervous because I'm going to do my first audition. Mm -hmm. I'm feeling this way because I've never done it before. And then knowing that it's, this matters to me and that's okay. And I'm going to do my best, whether I fall on my face or I fake it till I make it like it's going to work out no matter what. And so. The one thing that you can always do is the confidence that really, you know, if you, if you stumble over a word, it does not matter. Don't go back and try to, like, uh-huh. you'll get this tongue tied, like, you know, and then you'll just be red. And then you'll start getting flustered. And uh-huh. when fear enters, all else leaves. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we're all, like, growing. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so, just that, you know, that confidence or that fake is till you make it. doesn't matter if you just said downward facing dog and everyone's standing up. Like, there, there are times where I'm like, half splits, I mean standing splits, but I'll, you know, it's not like, oh, sorry, there's no I'm sorry. It's yeah, just you, you just keep going. Yep, you just, no matter what. Yeah. yeah that's definitely. really great advice. Yes, Thank you. Of course, <laughs> of course. And just smile. Yeah. You'd be surprised how a smile, because someone will look at you in the mirror, and if you're smiling already, it's, you already mm-hmm. com- created a connection. Oh, that's beautiful.
0: Yeah. So, yeah, it well, thank
1: you, Jordan. Of course, thank it's so you. So cool to talk to you and hear all the wonderful things that you're doing, That's all the awesome. things that you're gonna do. Soon. <laughs> Makes yeah. me very excited.
0: Yeah. Go team! Oh, hi, friends. All right. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Thank you, Emma. Thank you. Thank you, Bye. Jordan. <laughs> thank you. And as always, thank you, Marissa, for teaching me how to do stuff like Facebook Live. Oh, yeah, and right? big shout out yeah. to Stephanie Larson of True Fusion because she really helped us kind of, you know, figure out what we're going to do in Hotha Fusion class so that it was going to work mm-hmm. for everybody. And you really showcased that today, Jordan. Yay. Guys, Redmond Ridge, 12 o'clock, Thursday class with Jordan. Get you some. It's amazing. <laughs> and thanks to Elena from bu one too, because she also really helped me codify that. Okay, you guys, have a great day, and thank you guys, and go yoga, go get zen, go open up yoga teacher (laughs) training, and have a great day.